Hi there, my name is John Leister and this is episode 5 of the Johnny's Way podcast. I'm talking as quietly as I can because I'm doing this from a library. Here we go, this is one of my first Lee Hacklin 1970s private investigator short stories. It's called The Art of Murder. Here we go. My wife's having an affair. He was keeping a stiff upper lip, but I knew he was having a hard time holding himself together. His name was Don Carmichael, and he was 45. My client was self-conscious about his weight, but he had the bucks, though, and that's what counts. Whoever said that money is the root of all evil never had bills to pay. I listened. She goes out every effing Monday, comes home around 10.30. I ask her what she's up to, and she says it's her personal time. For F's sakes, if I pulled that S word on her, I'd be sleeping in my car. I told him my fees. He wrote me a big fat retainer check and I took the case. The next Monday I followed Don's wife Beatrice from their house in suburbia to downtown Manhattan. She parked her car next to the curb in front of an art school. She got out and went in. I had a smoke, listened to the radio some, then went in myself. There was a young busty gal at the desk. She was maybe 22, eyes of blue, and I had to force myself not to salivate. Hi there. I'm thinking about taking some art classes. Wow, cool. That is so awesome. Just fill out this form. Have you ever taken an art class before? No, but I got detention once at high school for drawing the inside of my a-hole. She glared at me, offended. I grabbed the form, put it in her... She grabbed the form, put it in her desk, and slammed the drawer, sh- the drawer shut. Then she folded her arms under her gloriously pendulous breasts. They were really great. There was a glass partition behind the young lass. I saw Beatrice, one of twelve students, wearing uh, smocks and sitting in front of easels holding brushes. A guy with a huge red afro, man who was epic, appeared to be the teacher. Beatrice was painting what appeared to be a relatively accurate likeness of her husband, although a younger and slimmer version of him. I left the school and is still fuming busty and went to a payphone and called Don. He answered on the first ring. Hi Don, it's Lee Hacklin. I have good news. Your wife's taking an art class. She's painting a portrait of you. It looks pretty good. I think your worries are unfounded. He sighed heavily and thanked me. You're welcome, sir. Two days later, I was sitting in my office with the New York Times, and there on the front page, the lead story, O.S. Word, was the apparent murder of Don Carmichael. His wife had come home from work the night before and found his throat slit. I told the cops everything I knew. It was their business now, not mine. Still, cops don't have a lot of free time, and cold-blooded murder was rampant during the 1970s in New York City. With nothing else to do other than spend some time with my paramour at that time, Abby, I spent the next few nights hanging around the Cameron House, parked across the street. Sometimes I just sat in my car, other times I walked around and smoked. Nobody bothered me. People came and went. Most of them appeared to be family members and or well-wishers. What I was, what was I hoping to accomplish? Well, it would have been nice if the killer had just walked up to me and introduced himself to me as, quote, the killer of Don Carmichael. I was in my vet when the killer appeared. Of course, at that point, I didn't know he was the killer. He drove a pink Ford Escort, of all things, and got out in front of the Cameron house, or sorry, the Carmichael house. It was none other than Red Afro art teacher. Dun, dun, dun. I rolled down my window. The scent of his cheap aftershave wafted into my car. Gross. Oh, to crap. 
I took out my Polaroid camera and took a picture. Then I took it to the police. They didn't know the guy, so it was a new lead. I followed Beatrice around for a couple of days. She was shopping at Galaxy Grocery when I made my move. I was pretty fit at that point in my life, and I'd long shaved off my scraggly beard. Sorry to beat my chest, but women noticed me, and I was feeling pretty cocky. Mrs. Carmichael. Yes, oh, you're a reporter, aren't you? Won't you leave me alone? I'm not a reporter. My name's Lee Hacklin. I know it sounds weird, but I'm a private investigator, and your husband hired me because he thought you were having an affair. What? She dropped an onion. I picked it up and put it back in the pile. Don really loved you, ma'am. Oh, please, call me B. He really loved you, B. He was concerned because you were going out every Monday, and when he asked you where you were going, you refused to answer. At least that's what he told me. So he hired me to follow you around. When I told him about your art classes, he was so relieved. He really loved you. B laughed, the exact opposite of what I was expecting. I thought she'd be offended and outraged. What? He actually spied on me? B put her hand on her chest. She wasn't bad looking. That's so like Don. He loved me, sure I know. I sure loved him. I wanted to surprise him. I was painting a portrait of him. It never occurred to me that he thought I was having an affair. Why not, I thought. Wouldn't it have occurred to you? But I smiled and listened. That's what I was doing the night he was killed. I was at my art class painting a portrait of the man I love. Man, there's rehearsed and then there's over-rehearsed. My intelligence tried real hard not to feel insulted. Listen, B, I hope this isn't inappropriate, but I feel bad about what ha- I feel bad about what happened to Don and bumping into you just now. What a coincidence, I thought. I wonder if I could treat you to lunch. Well, I have so much to do today. Maybe a drink? I don't know. She blushed. Oh, come on, my treat. Well, if you're going to twist my arm. We went to a nearby highfalutin bar and I got her hammered. She confessed the whole thing. It was 40s film noir to the letter. B's art teacher, whose name, believe it or not, was Art Paulette. Her secret lover, the slimy bastard, had slit Don's throat while B was lovingly painting his portrait. The motive was Don's big fat life insurance policy, of which B was the sole, sole benefactor. I had the whole thing on tape, inadmissible in court, of course, but I gave it to the grateful cops and got a fresh donut and a cup and a cup of cold, lousy coffee for my efforts. To make a long story short, B and Art were brought in for questioning. Art gave B up in a New York minute, or so I was told by a cop I was friendly with. Poor Don, I didn't have to call him. I could have gone to his house. The police had determined that the time of his murder was around the time of my call to him. Damn it. I could have saved him. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Never mind. You can't anticipate everything. Only death and taxes, and the deathless cruelty of evil men and their women. And that is the end of Lee Hacklin, 1970s private investigator in The Art of Murder. Thanks for listening. Please join my group page if you like what you see. It's called Johnny's Way on Facebook. Cheers. Have a great day, everybody. And don't forget God loves you.